0: and thanks for tuning in to Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson and I'm coming to you on behalf of Shoreline Publishers. Today I have the absolute pleasure of chatting with the uh, very well-written M.K. Jacobs. How are you today, Meredith? I'm very well, thank you. (laughs) Well, I'm uh, pretty excited to be talking to you because you're by no means a new author, are you? (laughs)
1: I've got 14 books out already. and mostly in the libraries and I write all kinds of things.
0: Wow well today we are going to have a talk about In the Shade of the Mountain which is your brand new uh, novel which is out. Would you be able to tell us a little bit about that today? Um, The Shade of the Mountain came from the idea of my family history
1: uh, during World War II in Melrose, South Australia and the mountains of Crete. So the characters come from family history, as I've said. This one comes from my second cousin who was killed on Greece. And um, instead of making him a good guy, I made him a little bit different. Oh, interesting. Why did you do that? You have. To, I wanted to have goody two shoes and going to war and coming back. I wanted him to do something different, which he did. So he escaped and joined the what they call the Andantes, which is a resistance group on Crete. And he started selling Greek artefacts to the
0: Germans. Wow. So to write something like In the Shade of the Mountain, you must have to be really well researched despite it being your family history. What did you have to do to prepare yourself for this? Um, I wrote a lot about
1: the Battle of Crete, which was uh, May 1941. I did a lot of research on that. Um, and also on the 2nd 11th Battalion, which the records are online through the Australian War Memorial, and I read where they went and what they did, and it's day-to-day operation things, Um, and I twisted that into my character, Sergeant Andrew Mitchell, so that's where my main character came from. Excellent. Um, So um, you said he's a bit of a larrikin in the book? He is a bit of a larrikin in the book. He um is a bit of a con man. He's I'm left good. behind a, a girl, you know, the old I've left the girl behind. Um and she tries to find him in the end. But uh-huh. um yeah, he's a he's a bit of a getabout, and I like his character. It's his name's taken from a colleague, and uh my colleague is nothing like that. But uh-huh. I just <laughs> like the name I like I wanted a strong name for yeah. my character. So Very Andrew he is Yeah. Yep.
0: So your actual colleague understands it's not his real persona? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: nothing like him.
0: So obviously family were a big inspiration for you for this book. Did you have any other inspirations? Um, I
1: think I've always written about family history. I'm a genealogist as well. Yes. Uh, I do a lot of family research for other people. Mm. Uh, we have you know consecutively gone back to the 15th century without on my maternal mother's side so um yeah so I wanted to write about Andrew and write about my cousin Daniel Smith who as it was killed on Crete. but um I wanted it to be something that you could relate to that people could read and say yes I had a relative who did that I can understand
0: what happened Yeah, really relatable. Now, one of the reviews I read on um, In the Shade of the Mountain said it's really a very emotionally complex write. Was that a deliberate thing? No, I think it just came that way.
1: Um, yeah. Sometimes when you sit down and write, you do this, you know, this conscious writing, you just write it all out and then you have a think about it and you cut things out and take things out and you put it back in. Um, Mm. I tend to do that a lot and I make a lot of notes and I can't find them. Um, So, yes. (laughs) that's normal yeah so yeah it's um i I, he became that and he grew and they become a person you know they become an actual person they're real
0: they're they're real they really Mm -hmm. are yeah and readers really appreciate um authenticity when they are reading and it's more relatable so well done i say to that (laughs) (laughs) now before we go on about the book reading your profile you're quite the incredible woman Meredith. I really mean that. Um I'm wondering if you could tell us if it looks to me like your life's been splashed with color and adventure. Can you tell us a little bit more about what you've done in your life?
1: Okay. Um when I was 19 I joined uh, TAA Trans Australian Airlines as an air hostess. We were air hostesses in those days. We became um Australian Airlines and then we joined with Qantas at the end of two, uh, 92. Um mm-hmm. and I flew for 30 years. Wow. Which is, short, which is local, domestic, short or long, domestic and international. Um, So I've seen the places, walk the walk, talk the talk. Yeah. Um, and th- then I joined the other department later on where I am now.
0: Wow. Yes. Wow. So you've done a lot and you've travelled a lot. Um and you're a bit of an animal person. You live on a farm, is that correct? We
1: have sold the property. We have two alpacas, which are registered out, Freddie and Barney,
0: um, <laughs> and they're
1: like they're my boys. And uh, we uh, have the, the the Bengals who never stop talking. Um, and. Uh, the three other cats. So yeah, and two budgies. And love you know, it. We've always How had the a budgie. Really love
0: the cats. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Keeps it interesting, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So having done so much in your life, did that perhaps inspire you as a writer? I I know you said earlier you've written fourteen books. So obviously it's something that's ingrained in you. Um, was is that correct? Have, have you always wanted to be a writer? Well, it started after I did a lot
1: of family history. And my mother um, served in uh, the British Army, British Nursing Group, uh, in World War II in South End-on-Sea. And Mum always wanted to go um, with the um, Army of Occupation but didn't go, and I and we don't know why. I mean, Mum died in 2000 and she didn't talk about that. Yeah. So my one of my first books, uh, The Road to Tarascon, is set in Normandy uh, where the uh, occupation happened and they were moving and the Germans were going. And that's where the first book came from. Yes. The woman I put in my mum's place actually went to Normandy with the Army of Occupation as a nursing sister. So that's where that started. Yes. Uh, Then we had the follow-on book, which was sort of like a follow-on to that with the same characters but moving on. Um, And I did that with um, uh, the Claire Lane series, my murder mystery series, which I took one of the characters again out and put them into another series uh in England before and after the war in that period where everybody dressed up and had a good time and yes. and but it's it's another strong character so I wanted to do that
0: yeah oh you are a fascinating woman I really admire what you've done in your journey um and I cannot wait to read um in the shade of the mountain so would you say all your books uh are a similar type of rice similar genre Uh, Most of them are, except the contract series. The
1: contract series is set in um, mostly French Army, French military in Mali. Um, I had a friend in the French military. He's now retired. So I had a lot of that uh, reading once again into how the French went into Mali. And we had this... uh, group who were you know if you've ever read Clive Cussler, um his not based on his characters but sort of this one good guy one bit of a hooligan uh, once again
0: you know working <laughs> yeah. together in, in a law enforcement base yeah. so that's where the two contract series came into right and what does the writing process look like for you some of us are planners some of us fly by the seat of the pants what what sort of style of writer are you in terms of the process
1: I usually sit down and just start writing. And yeah. usually like the, I'm sort of started on another mystery series set in South Australia. Um and I thought now where what kind of character do I want? I don't want him like the retired Chief Inspector Ron Edols, yeah. who everybody knows of Victoria. Quite I want so. him to yeah. be oh he's got real problems this guy you know he has a drinking problem his wives he has three wives and they've all left him and you know (laughs) this type of thing so it's a bit of it once a while I've gone into the humorous side of the person giving them a persona um, (laughs) instead of this straight I'm not a straight person I sit down and I write all this gibberish and it usually comes out all right yeah
0: I love it and then then that's so inspiring for listeners because we're all different as writers and there's no set formula so it's great to be free enough in your Creativity to just embrace. Um, do you ride every day, Meredith? No, I
1: don't ride every day. I try and because I'm, I'm working three days a week or four days a week, um, yeah. I try and stem some of that into writing on a day off or two days off. Um, and because of that, I take an hour to get home. I think about it in the car. Yes, that's your and I, time. I talk out loud. People driving this she's speaking to herself. But yes, <laughs> doesn't matter.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I do. I plot all the time. and when you were writing in the shade of the mountains what was your biggest challenge would you say
1: uh the biggest challenge was making sure everybody was in the right place at the right time yes i'm big on uh writing history historical novels and writing the facts making sure the facts Mm, are correct so important (laughs) when they went there how they got there not changing it around to suit the character or the situation you've got to delve yourself back into that time zone Yep. and just be part of it because if you don't you'll make a lot of mistakes absolutely it's easy you you'll pick up a book and go oh no he wasn't there mm. in that time but you have mm. to do that you have to be really you specific do. in your historical um re, you know sort of working things out and that's mm. where my uh, family history of in. being a genealogist has come into it being exact yeah. what a great trade you're in to be able to
0: <laughs> you know because it was set in 1941 wasn't it yes it was yes yeah yeah so Wow, and you mentioned you've got stuff in the pipeline already in your in your writing journey. What what is that exactly? Um I have another novel set in
1: Normandy once again, but this is set in Bayeux and Caen up in the north. It's set during 1944. Um and this time we've used a Dutch woman as a doctor Ooh, in the situation. I like. That comes from my son, whose father is Dutch. So we've got the Dutch side. We use some of the Dutch history and things they did during the war, and now woven
0: into this one as well. Fascinating! It's going to be really relatable to a lot of readers. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Meredith. Now, I just wanted to say a big congratulations on the publication of *In the Shade of a Mountain*. I think it's your reviews already have been fantastic on it. Um, the front cover is absolutely gorgeous. So, listeners out I there, I love the fat colour. Yeah. You were happy with that? Yes, absolutely.
1: Yeah, I like the colours; it sort of stands out, which it really is does. Than, yeah, I really like that. Something there's a bit of pink and there's a bit of so it's, it's you're sitting there and you think, oh, I like that. I, I really liked it. So, yeah, I did too. I'm glad Brad did a really good job.
0: He always does. <laughs> <laughs> well, Meredith, um, an absolute pleasure talking to you today. And listeners out there, I encourage you to. Go and get yourself a copy of In the Shade of of the Mountain as quickly as you can. It's available online in all good bookstores. It'll be coming to libraries near you. Do yourself a favour. Support Meredith Jacobs in her not new author journey but the next chapter in her writing journey. And, Meredith, we wish you every bit of success. Thank you very much, Kelly, for having me. Pleasure. Have a great day. You too.